Okay, welcome back. So as promised, I want to give you a really simple set of rules for using social media more effectively and with less damage to your brain and to your mental performance. And as I said, I would actually recommend setting these up as rules for yourself. A system through which you use social media that you deviate from very, very, very rarely, if at all. And if you set these rules up for yourself, you're going to dramatically decrease, I believe, the negative impact from social media, and you may even be able to use it effectively. So I'll say just before we get started on these rules <clears throat> that if you find this a little bit too overwhelming and you don't want to decrease your social media usage or, or change it to this degree, this significantly, then just implement maybe one, two, three of these at a time and do it in a more gradual process so that it's not as uncomfortable of a shock to your system. And if you're really serious, then just implement all of them at once. I think you're going to get great results from that as well. So I'll run through these uh, just one by one right now. First one, please, 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 <laughs> I would recommend to every single player who's serious about this deep game work, turn off notifications on your phone from social media. So if somebody posts on TikTok or posts on Instagram or posts on Facebook and you're getting a notification every single time, every time that happens and your phone distracts you, not only are you training your mind to like jump to distractions over and over, but a little bit of dopamine is released every single time. And that's a drain on our motivation, our mood, our energy, and so on and so forth, as we discussed in the previous chapter. So please turn off notifications so that the only thing that you're receiving are text message, uh, you know, WhatsApp included, of course, and maybe phone calls. That's it. You don't need to know every single time every person posts on Instagram. Otherwise, you, your mind will be just completely overwhelmed with information all the time, jumping from one thing to the next. It's not good news, all right? So please turn off notifications. The second one, and this is a, a really foundational rule. We set it up as a weekly habit in the Deep Game program that all of our players do. For the first and final hour of the day, turn off or block all social media from your phone. You don't want to be putting in information from social media during these times because the analogy that I, that I use with our players is it's sort of like a portal opens up between the conscious and unconscious mind. And that may sound a little bit wacky, but you've experienced this, right? When you first wake up in the morning, you're sort of in this in-between state where you're still kind of dreaming, you're still kind of awake, maybe as you're falling asleep, you are getting like visuals of your dreams, but you're not fully asleep yet. That's that in-between state where the unconscious and subconscious mind is open, we have access to it, and yet we're still partially conscious. So if you are putting social media into your mind while it's in that very malleable open state, it's going to sink in so much deeper. And as we said, you don't put low-grade gasoline in a high-end sports car. <laughs> we don't want to be pouring social media information into our brain when it's that open. That's bad news, okay? All of that garbage is just going to be like, it's going to sink much, much deeper into you. Okay, so for the first and final hour of the day, when your mind is more open, more malleable, we don't use any social media at all. Next, put your phone on airplane mode while you're working or training. You can download your Spotify playlists or you know your Apple Music playlists offline to be able to listen to them if you want to do that, but 
please don't be getting <laughs> notifications and be getting distractions while you're working and training. If you're distracting yourself during those times, we used to have this saying all the time in the old elite guard training days, the way that you train is going to be the way that you play. If you're distracting yourself all the time while you're training, you're going to be distracted when you're on the court playing. And it's going to be very, very hard to sink your mind into that state of relaxed, effortless focus that we're training so hard for here at Deep Game. So phone on airplane mode while you're working and training, no distractions at all. Turn your phone off or on airplane mode while you're sleeping. I promise you this has a much bigger effect than you think. Not only because if your phone is lighting up, that blue light that's emitted from your phone is going to flash into the room and it's been shown in scientific studies to disrupt melatonin, which is responsible for uh, that sleepy state that we get in at the end of the day and for deepening our sleep. Your sleep is becoming more shallow, more sporadic. You may even wake up throughout the night. That's going to affect your recovery from training. So that's number one. Like if your phone is flashing, that's the first thing. But the electro, the, in other words, the EMF frequencies that are emitted from your phone have been shown to disrupt brainwave states. And there's, this is relatively new science, so I don't want to go too deep into it. There's a lot of sort of various opinions on this, but I've experienced this directly for myself to the degree that I just, I know it to be true for me. And several years ago, when I really experienced this dramatically, I went and visited a friend of mine who lives up in the in the mountains in British Columbia. Beautiful, beautiful property that's totally private. There's no power lines over it. It's just pure nature. And he lives up in this cabin. It's so idyllic and, and amazing. And when I visited him, I turned off my phone. There was no like uh, Wi-Fi signals or uh, you know electromagnetic frequencies in the area. Like it was very, very, very still. And when I went to sleep that night, <laughs> I slept like an absolute rock. I have no memory whatsoever of sleeping. And I woke up 14 hours later. It was the best sleep <laughs> maybe of my entire life, honestly, like that dramatic. And it was because there was just none of this electromagnetic noise going on. And so if your phone is right near your head, and it's constantly taking in text messages and blowing up and like there's Wi-Fi signals and all of this stuff, it is affecting your sleep, I promise you. And regardless of the various opinions that are out there, scientific and otherwise, I've found this to be true for me. And I really think that if you make an effort to turn your phone off or on airplane mode while you're sleeping, you're going to see a difference in your sleep quality, okay? So that's the next one. The, uh, the next rule that I would set for yourself, and we've spoken about this in our rapid learning techniques for basketball talk, what you want to give yourself is what we call white space after training. So in other words, for five to 10, maybe 15 minutes after a training session, this includes also like intellectual training. So meditation, study, homework, reading, things of that nature, as well as your physical basketball training. Give yourself space where you don't take in any new input, especially from social media, but I would also include conversations with people, uh, you know, just various ways that the mind is getting activated. And the reason that we want to give ourselves this open space after a period of, uh, of training and of effort 
is because during that time when our mind is at rest immediately after that mental activity or physical activity as well, our mind and the motor neurons in our brain have been shown to be replaying what we just did at 20 times the speed or something there, something <laughs> to that to that tune, okay? So basically we are downloading all of the information that we just put into our mind, into our nervous system through that effort at uh, uh, multiple of the speed that we did it at. So don't interrupt the download. When you take in social media immediately after training, immediately after studying, we're interrupting the rate that our mind is able to replay what we just did. And therefore, we're draining some of that result from the training. So give yourself white space after training, 5, 10, even 15 minutes where you don't really do a whole lot of anything. Maybe you just stretch or uh, you know, you can go get some water or just relax, okay? Don't put anything new in there. Allow the download to complete before you begin a new one. In the same way, we want to give ourselves as much white space throughout the day as possible and this is sort of like digestion time for the mind. We used this analogy in the last chapter of if we were to eat food all day long <laughs> and we didn't give our digestive system a break, we would be indigested and sick and like ill before long. The same thing is true with our mind. As I said, our mind feeds on thought and feeds on input just like our physical body feeds on food, and so we need to give it time to digest, meaning we need space throughout the day where we're not putting anything new in. So in between focused bouts of effort, whether it's homework, study, or maybe it's uh, you know physical training of some kind, meditation, whatever, give yourself white space. And really cultivate as much of this as you can throughout the day. It should be your default. The default should not be to like listen to another podcast, watch another YouTube video, check Instagram again, like always have something going in there. And this can become a, a pretty serious addiction, right? Dopamine addiction is real. Instead of that, give yourself lots of space and make using things like social media, taking in podcasts, watching videos, more of an event rather than a continuous process. Also, very, very important. This is something I, I really encourage everybody to do. Notice when you're scrolling through your newsfeed on social media, but it's not feeling good anymore. You're not getting a reward. You're not actually taking in anything beneficial, but you're just kind of scrolling and wondering why you're doing it. Like, oh, this doesn't feel very good. Notice when you're doing that and cut it off. The act of cutting that like sort of mindless addiction activity off is going to strengthen your mind and win back some of that dopamine that you lost in the process. The effort of doing that actually strengthens your dopamine reward system, believe it or not. So use these, uh, these opportunities where you catch yourself scrolling to strengthen your mind. And... What we want to do is avoid, again, to use Andrew Huberman's analogy, being like that sort of dog in the corner, digging, digging, digging for a bone that isn't there. And in the process, just flatlining our dopamine system and our neurochemistry so that we're completely robbed of motivation and energy. Cut that process off so that our neurochemistry can begin to regenerate itself and to sort of fill the tanks back up, so to speak. One app that I like to use for this 
is uh, freedom.to. This is one I, I've been using since I deleted social media in 2018. I think it's like maybe a dollar a month or something like that. I could be wrong on this. I, I've had it for so long that I'm, I'm like not paying attention to it anymore. But basically, you can use freedom.to to time block your social media use so that it's actually blocked the rest of the day. And you can say, okay, from like four until 5 p.m. for sake of the example, or from noon until one, I am going to allow my allow social media to be active on my phone, but throughout the rest of the day, it's going to be unactive. You can also use this to, it, maybe that's an extreme example. Most people are going to use it more than an hour a day or at least have it active on their phone. So for the first and final hour of the day, you can time block. Say, you know, if you know that you wake up at 6.30 every morning, you can say from 6.30 until 7.30 or 8, social media is blocked and it's blocked throughout the night until an hour before my bedtime. So you can use freedom.to to like really create uh, solid barriers around these rules that you're setting for yourself. And finally, <laughs> this is a harder one, but I'm going to say it anyway, because this is really the magic bullet. Consider deleting the apps that are not adding significantly to your life. You should feel as though you know, if you're using Instagram or you're using TikTok or Facebook or whatever, they're adding something really important to your life and really examine whether or not you need it. I thought before I deleted Instagram that it was so important that I would be able to stay connected with my friends. I would message people like directly on Instagram, just my close friend group. And I would keep tabs on people that I'd met throughout my travels around the world and all of these things. I was like, oh no, I can't get rid of that. It's so important. As soon as I deleted it, I never missed it. <laughs> I never missed it. If I you know, wanted to talk to a friend, I'd text them. It's a lot better than Instagram, honestly. It's like more uh, connected and intimate or I'd see them in person even better. And I didn't miss it. And so I realized it wasn't actually adding to my life what I thought it was. And I, I've got a really funny story for you that happened recently. We were, I was in San Diego hanging out with a, a group of friends there. And uh, a female friend of mine made this comment. We were talking about, you know, social media and Instagram and, and the overuse of it in society and some of the problems it may be causing. And she made this really funny comment. She's like, you know, I find it so attractive when a guy doesn't use social media because it's so rare. It's like everybody's hooked on this and then to find a guy who isn't hooked on it is really attractive. And I kind of laughed to myself because she's not referring to me or anything. Like I, I was laughing to myself because I don't use social media. I don't know if she even knew that. She just made the comment just speaking generally. But I was thinking like, oh yeah, that's, that's actually really true. Like if I found a girl that I was interested in and I found out that she didn't use social media, I would be more attracted to her because those people are rare. It's very, very rare that someone has control over their mind to the degree that they've blocked out something that the rest of society considers so important to use. That's an attractive quality. And so <laughs> consider that, okay? Consider deleting the apps that are not adding significantly to your life and creating a net positive for you and really consider whether or not what they're adding is actually important, right? That's my encouragement to you. 
Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed this clip. And if you'd like to watch the full length talk, we'll have the title and or link for you in the description so that you can check it out there. And as always, if you'd like to go even deeper, the best place to do that is in our free masterclass over at deepgame.com, which I believe will be the most powerful hour of basketball learning of your life. I hope we see you there.